Is this the Court of Miracles? Offhand, I'd say it's the Court of Ankle Deep Wee Wee. I hope not. On this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions. Scanning for the Hunchback of Notre Dame, 1996. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 163, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, uh, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, and three other awesome patrons as well. We really appreciate all of you for supporting us on Patreon. I am Francisco Ruiz, your captain of the pod, and sailing with me, as always, is your XO, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Ready for the Festival of Fools, Paul? Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on this show. Uh, okay, Le Pew. And who is joining us this time? Wow, you are not a Disney fan. But I think okay, we've established that already, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this time out, we are joined by the hosts of one of my new favorite shows of, called the Earth Oddity Podcast. Uh, check them out weekly. They uh, go into all the oddity Earth has to offer. Welcome aboard Christopher, Tiny, Sullivan, and John Long. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah. Hey, thanks welcome, for having guys. us. Yes, yeah. thanks for having us. Yes, so, we're, we're, we're so happy. To be here. <laughs> I, I can't contain it. <laughs> well, do your best to contain it. And yeah, I told you to go before we started. <laughs> before we got on the time travel machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should have went. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's where all this wee-wee came from. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Perfect. Thank you, uh, Paul. I'm looking forward to our conversation on Hunchback with the Earth Oddity guys. And also finding out how we each answered this movie's trivial question, which is... To stay consistent to the architecture and details of Notre Dame, animators spent several weeks in and around the actual cathedral. They were given office space at the recently opened Disneyland Paris in the interim. So my question for us is, if you had to go and study a man-made structure anywhere in the world for a few weeks, which would you want to go to? So we will each be answering that question as the show progresses, but for now, XO, here's your course for this episode. First, our roundtable discussion will consist of the trailer, synopsis, production details for The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Then we'll discuss the things we liked and disliked about the movie. We'll follow that up with our final reign of classic, nostalgic, or tragic, and then come back to our own time with feedback and announcements. Got that, XO? Yep, course laid in. Alice, rewind when ready. Alert, alert. Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. From Walt Disney Pictures. You don't know what it's like out there. He thought he was alone in the world. Nobody wants to be cooped up here forever. Get him! But when a stranger needed his help... Can you hide him? This way. He found a world of adventure beyond his dreams. Hang on! And the magic within himself. She's very lucky to have a friend like you. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Rated G. Starts Friday, June 21st at a theater near you. Yes, very, very lucky to have a friend like you, but were our memories as lucky in terms of what we remembered about this movie? Because memories are lucky, don't you know? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Here's our memory mind melt synopsis for The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think this movie came out when the Southern Baptists were boycotting the Disney company, so I actually didn't see it till years later after I had my son. When I did see it, I missed the first few minutes, so I don't remember how he got in the church. But in there, Hunchback talks and sings with gargoyles as he wishes to be accepted out there and marry Esmeralda. The gargoyles set up Quasimodo for a huge letdown by telling him Esmeralda couldn't help but fall for him. Shocking as that was... 
It was even more shocking when she didn't feel the same way. What? At the end, there was a big fight for some reason, and the hunchback is eternally friend-zoned when Esmeralda hooks up with a blonde hunk, Phoebus, uh, instead. Blondie and Quasi escape the underground crazies with Esmeralda. Spot on. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty close, but... Actually, I'm, I'm not really seeing anything that is wrong with that. Really? Okay. The under they didn't this well. Oh, was, the under they weren't crazy. They're just they're just fool foolish people and and well, gypsies. And it was the guards. They were escaping the guards, not the gypsies. Oh, good point. Good point. Okay. Yeah. Was, the memories were totally incepted. Uh, but regardless on how good or bad those memories were, what were what were our predictions for how this movie would? be uh, before we rewatched it based on those memories. Uh, for me, this was actually the first time I, I watched the movie, so I didn't have any memories, but I still predicted it to be a tragic because I had no interest in seeing it when I was a kid, and I was like, okay, I guess this is what you guys want us to talk about, but I don't. it's Disney, and apparently I don't like Disney, so tragic uh, prediction for me. Uh, how about you, Tiny. Uh, I actually predicted nostalgic just nostalgic? simply because I know that there's people out there who, you know, it's got a, you know, a decent fan base. It's not like, you, you know, people have never heard of The Hunchback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot like you said, I didn't see this movie when I was a kid. I didn't see this till you know, years later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I wanted to, I figure, you know, people out there who like it, they'll they'll still like it. It would probably be nostalgic for them. Okay, okay. cool. And John, before you watched it or rewatched it, what did, what was your prediction for how you would rate it? Well, I went with, with nostalgic too because mm-hmm. I had never seen it. I was oh, okay. nineteen when the movie came out, and uh, like I said, I was drinking cheap beer and smoking <laughs> cheaper weed uh, <laughs> during that time of my life. So I, going to Disney movies wasn't really at the top of my list. That and we were good Southern Baptists. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I was <laughs> raised Southern Baptist too. That was part of our boycott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was part of the whole boycott. Yes, got yes. it. Okay. And how about you, Paul? I'm one of those people that rated it, predicted it be a classic because I enjoyed it when it came out. How does it feel okay. to be in the minority, Paul? <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. So technically, this may have been boycotted by some uh, Christian and other religious groups. Paul, can you talk to us about the technicals of how this movie was made? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, is rated G, runs an hour 31 minutes, and was released uh, June 21st, 1996 in the U.S. of A. It was uh, directed by some people and, <laughs> <laughs> and starred the voice talents of uh, Jason Alexander, uh, Jim Cummings, and a few other people you may or may not recognize, like Kevin Klein. Yeah, for instance, uh, some people that have were voices in this movie have also appeared in other movies we've covered on the Retro Rewind podcast. For instance, uh, Tony J voiced Frollo and also did some uncredited hyena voices in The Lion King, which we covered in RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 114. Uh, Demi Moore was the voice of Esmeralda, in addition to playing Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway in A Few Good Men slash 82. Uh, David Ogden Steers, vo- or... Yeah, Sears, Stairs, voice. Sure. He was voice acted the arch, Archdeacon and also voiced Kamaji in the English dub of Spirited Away, which is slash 128. Mary Wicks uh, gave one of her, or actually her last performance in a movie yeah. as the voice of Laverne, the gargoyle, but also, uh, but was also Mary Lazarus in Sister Act slash 36. And, uh, the trifecta of Jim Cummings, Frank Welker, and Jack Angel also provide voice work for this film, but we would uh, be here all night if we mentioned all the Retro Rewind podcast movies they've been in. So same listen to some past episodes to find yeah, out. Same thing with Corey Burton in there, yeah. Corey, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, anyway. I missed that. That's okay. The uh, the There's a lot more people in this movie, too. But yes. anyway, the budget of this film was about $100 million. Mm-hmm. Wow. In the box office, it went to gross over $325 million. Oh, really? Okay. For some reason, I, I had the impression it didn't do so well, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's not as widely as, as, as accepted as some of the others, but it did really well in the theaters. So. Okay. Well, um, fantastic. 
In fact, let's talk about the box office. Uh, let's. Animation-wise, according to boxofficemojo.com, there have been uh, almost 500 animated movies. So Whoa. talking box office numbers, what number do you think out of 500 uh, does The Hunchback of Notre Dame come in at? Let's start with uh, John. What's your guess? Uh, 139. Okay. <laughs> yes. How about you, Tiny? 137. Oh, okay. Our oh. price is right. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> he knows the game. All right. Uh, one dollar, Bob. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to do a dollar, but I'm going to, I got, I'm actually going to go lower. Uh, probably, I'm going to say 300. Okay. The answer was 101. Oh, so, gosh. Good job, oh, Tiny. Man. All right. <laughs> yeah. Man. I didn't uh, even know what we were talking about there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more time, okay? For the whole year of 1996, the year that it was released, mm-hmm. there were 311 movies. What number do you think in the box office this movie came in? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. For, for, I'll go first this time. I'm going to guess uh, 50. Okay. How about you, uh, Tiny? Out of 311. Out of 311. 50. 5 0, not 1 5. 5 correct? 0, yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to say 29. Ooh, okay. Okay, I'm going to go John? with 28. So <laughs> <laughs> you win because it's 15. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh. I mean,. I'm traditionally a horrible test taker, so that makes me feel good. I mean, no, I, I meant 15, Paul. You, you misheard me. <laughs> All right. So the top three of that year were Independence Day, Twister, and Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. But I got okay. 15. Wow, nice. Watched all three of those at the movies with my current wife. Oh, nice. Yes. There we go. awesome. Yeah. Not all my right. previous wife. My current <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that, John. That's right. Just in case she's listening in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so obviously this did fairly well at the box office, so there are obviously things people like. I, I'm surprised to hear that, but let's talk wow. about the things we liked so, about this movie. <laughs> Quiet, XO. Uh, Tiny, why don't we start with you? What's one thing you liked about this film? One thing that I liked about this movie is that for the time, uh, the animation was really impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the part where you know Quasimodo is sliding down the... The drain, mm-hmm. and, yeah, with all the water and, sprouting. Yeah, out. And, and, yeah, and you see the camera, which it's not a camera because it's a drawing, but it yeah. like sir, it pans around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm I don't know how they did that, but that that was impressive, especially for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, can I see agree. That. That's, that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I should have went with that. <laughs> well, no, I agree. The, the animation in this was very fluid, and it was it was very smooth, and it was it was very well done in that. Yeah, uh, John, it, what was one of your likes? Well, one of my my overall like of the whole thing, not my greatest thing, but was that the music was really great. Like the whole yeah. score, yeah. I thought was was outstanding. I'm a, I'm a music guy, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it really caught my ear from the opening <clears throat> like uh, song that did. I, I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, but that was that was a really awesome uh, whole scene, really. There, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I loved all of the score. I mean, of course, Disney's known for all, for having good scores. That, sure, yeah, stuff. sure. But this had a lot of different subject matter outside of your normal Disney movie. Oh, for uh, sure. That they had to write around. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That was one of my first one of my first likes too. Was the not not the score overall, but the opening. Uh, bit of yeah. music, I I just I adored, and it's been stuck in my head like this whole this whole week since listening to it. Yeah, uh, it's and got that earworm too. Yeah, too. yeah, and and I also uh, I read on IMDb trivia that Alan Menken, it's Alan Menken, right? Who yeah. did the score? This is actually his favorite music uh, opening for one of his, the Disney oh, okay. films he's worked on. So wow. I'm like, well, all right, I can see why because it's very mm-hmm. very captivating in terms of. And I I had read too, just to interject that. Yeah. Uh, that they weren't going to do like an opening music, uh, mm-hmm. you yep. know, score song. Mm-hmm. They were just going to do like a narration to yeah. get the backstory oh, wow. in, and then they decided to to scrap that and go with it. And it turned out to be like a really wonderful part yeah. of the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I so guess you know, there's a a guy whose mom is getting murdered. You know, it's yeah. better to tell yeah. that through song, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just look. Yeah. Just guess, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> I don't know. They did Bam- uh, Bambi's mom's death without a song. That's but. true. That's yeah, very that's true. It's very but, true. We uh, were tougher kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Paul, what's something you liked about uh, Hunchback? I love the character designs. There were so many characters, and oh, each yeah. one had a unique design. I liked uh, Quasimodo, how he was ugly but cute at the same time. Yeah, I don't know I how they that. did that. Yeah, yeah. But, and then uh, it was just the, the variety of uh, who was the the the, uh, the guy, the, like the court jester kind of guy with the long oh, yeah. clothes. Klop, Klopin? Klopin. Kloppen. Kloppen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Kloppen. Yeah, I thought his design was really fun and and very different from Frollo, who was very you know up and down and strict. Mm-hmm. I just thought it uh, the character design wise was really interesting to see all these uh, characters at play Mm -hmm, for sure and i'll I'll piggyback on that to say um, one of my other likes was just uh the character of phoebus voiced by kevin klein i thought he's just so winsome and charming and comedic man i mean i I didn't realize you I was, fell in love. Didn't I, you? I, I, I had a little bit of a bro crush on him. Yeah, I was like, man. I, I was, <laughs> so, Francisco, are you saying you want to review Road to El Dorado? I know he's in that, but I don't know. There's something about that movie that I have no interest in seeing. Though I had no interest in seeing this movie. So is that is that him though? Is that yeah is that the it, same character? Yeah, Kevin. Oh, not, not the same, the same character. character but it's it's Kevin, Kevin Klein. Kevin yeah. Klein, oh, same okay. actor. Same yeah. actor, and I think he's with. Uh, isn't he with the fly? What's his name? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Goldblum. Yeah, I think. Now I'm looking it up. Sorry. Okay. Well, you look for it up, all well, you Goldblum fans. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry if he's not in there. <laughs> well, you look it up, uh, uh, Tiny. Why don't you give us another of your likes? Um, Frollo is he? You know, is is a, is a villain. Mm-hmm. I was I was going over it in my mind as far as Disney villains go. Mm-hmm. He has to be the most evil, if at least one of the most evil. He's yeah. often I mean, on on their a lot of people's lists when they do like the most evil. Yeah. Like a lot of people think like Maleficent, but he tops them a lot of times. He killed a lot of people yeah. Yeah. in a kids movie. Yeah. yeah, and he straight up lied to a family with little kids, mind you. Oh yeah, tried to burn them alive. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. So I I think for the glory. Of- for the glory of God, don't remember. That's don't remember right. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the 1400s. I mean, things were different then. Our theology wasn't as worked out as this. Now, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, as far as Disney movies goes, yeah, he was yeah. a truly evil villain. Yeah. And yeah. again, killed a lot of people in a kids movie. I yeah. think there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Hey, but what about those hunters that were trying to kill Bambi's, that killed Bambi's oh, mom? Is every and... life going to be tied back to Bambi? <laughs> hey, hey, I grew up in Alabama. I was rooting yeah. for those hunters. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's pretty, that wasn't a big deal around here. That's awesome. <laughs> but actually jumping off Get of what you said, Tiny, uh, Frollo was actually my second like as oh, well. Oh, really? I loved, okay. wow. I loved the, uh, the deep voice that he had. It was very rich. And yeah. I think it brought a lot to his uh, to his performance. And then I enjoyed, sorry, enjoy might be the wrong word, but appreciated the, appreciated the the care that they put into showing his struggle. Like, right. uh, you know, I I want uh. to be this way, but I also see this way. You can tell. I'm not it. I'm not saying like no. He, he almost was there, but I, I'm just saying that I enjoyed seeing the conflict within him. He wasn't a two, a, a one-dimensional character. That's true. I'll, that's okay, that's out to like, okay, you know, kill them, kill them. I enjoyed the the, the I guess the the he, sensitivity they used to show that. It's almost like you could see like maybe when he first started as a judge, he came out from a from a good place, right. but over time he just just got more and more corrupt and more and more hard and just. Just worse and worse, and the years of it just have brought him to this place where he could care about. He really you know, cares about no one. If done right, I think it would be a very interesting prequel. That, oh, that would be so story. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why is he like so racist against gypsies? Did like a gypsy kill his mom when he was little or something? Well, I think that's I just spoilers <laughs> for the prequel. I haven't seen <laughs> it yet. <laughs> I mean, he this guy really, really hates gypsies. Yeah, and now they're not the most loved people throughout, you know, yeah, human Europe, history. Yeah, yeah. But dear goodness, he really had a beef with them yeah, for some reason. I'd like to know why that was. I think that is just common. I think, yeah, Jews and gypsies. I think are some of the most persecuted people throughout yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and I, let me and just say that Earth Oddity podcast, we love both Jews yeah, and gypsies. We're, we're pro Jew and pro gypsy. <laughs> so yeah. Great, great. Yeah. I, 
I time. have no big stance. I mean, I, I think had I lived in the 1400s, I would not have been executed. No, gypsies. no, no, not at all. You know, unless unless they killed somebody that. else. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they started it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But to uh, pull us back on task, on, back on the Frollo thing, one of my my second favorite thing was that whole Hellfire song that uh-huh. he sang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like the whole animation of the fire, and yes. also like his mm. internal struggle yeah, with like. Yeah. Hey, Esmeralda makes me feel funny in my pants. And that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I was so gonna say that. We need to do something about it. And yeah. you know, I mean, that was that was, I mean, to me, a very powerful scene. Yeah, yeah. and it, that it led to a very uh, deep discussion with my eight year old. Oh, and I really? Say, Watch that. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. is she dancing in the fire, Daddy? Yeah, and why right. is she talking like that? And I'm like, ah, yeah. you'll yeah. understand when you're older. I yeah. just hope you don't, you know, go out and murder your crushes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not good. No, (laughs) don't want to do that one. But yeah, I thought that was a really great, you know, just scene, and the whole animation behind it was amazing. Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, of course. Yeah, I I don't know a whole lot about animation, but it was very, I thought, like visually striking. The contrast Mm -hmm. between the the fire and the dark and all that—it was really great. Awesome. Well, I think that's a great uh, transition into our classic makers, guys, the things we love the most about Hunchback of Notre Dame. And pretty much all of you have sort of uh, talked about what mine is, so I'll go ahead and just get out of the way. And I just, I was blown away by the visuals of this movie. It was just so beautiful. Stunning. Pretty much every frame. I was so taken aback by how, how beautiful this movie was. Wow, them's are pretty <clears throat> pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 24 of them a minute. Uh, it was just, or 30. Uh, it was just, I, I was really taken with the the look of this film, and it was it was very powerful in that way for me. So yeah. <clears throat> that was my classic maker. Uh, let's go with John. What was your classic maker? Uh, well, you know, I didn't go with one particular like scene or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it was like the whole overarching theme of the movie and it being a Disney movie. Like it dealt with some pretty serious topics. Oh, you know, totally, yeah. Religious persecution, <laughs> yeah. racism, lust. You mm-hmm, know, like yeah. you don't mm-hmm. expect to get that in your Disney movie. No, you don't. You know, it was a very adult themed movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and I know the book, you know, that, uh, oh, what's the his Victor, name? Victor Hugo? Hugo wrote. Yeah, yeah. Well, you the know, statues wrote it. Victor and Hugo did. Yes, exactly. Uh, You know, had the same themes, and so they were kind of stuck to that storyline, which I Mm -hmm. thought was was Mm -hmm. very impressive to me and made it enjoyable as, you know, like a 42-year-old man sitting (laughs) down Mm -hmm. to say, hey, I'm going to watch a Disney movie by choice. Yeah, Yeah, that that was really great. I mean, I I hadn't seen a Disney movie that dealt with that series of topics before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking to the that they adapted this from uh, Victor Hugo's work and that there were a lot of the same themes. Uh, have any of you read the book? I haven't. I believe Paul hasn't. Tiny or, or John? Uh, no. I've, I've read it. Okay. Yeah, have you? Yeah, I had to read it in college. Well, you're All like right, the nice. most cultured of us, John. Thank you for being <laughs> no, I know. I'm not going to win any culture contests. Yeah. Well, Only because they're rigged. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 what I read in, in, in terms of trivia was that in the book, in the original, that... Uh, Frollo is actually the archdeacon, or the archdeacon right. is the the main antagonist. Yeah, he, right. Yeah. Okay. So I I just wanted to comment that I I appreciated. Uh, maybe people don't think that's a good change, but I like that the the person, the man of God, was actually a good guy because <laughs> it's right. so yeah. often they're portrayed yeah. poorly. Right. I'm um, glad too. I think that was probably a wise decision on Disney because they, yeah, they were already boycotted. Going through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, you know what? We should probably yeah. maybe make us tone this down here. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, make, we already got the Baptist mad. We don't want to make, make everybody else mad. Let's make a good guy yeah, right. because we don't want to get boycotted yeah. by the Catholics no. too. Catholics way bigger than Baptists. Yeah. Way more buying power than the Baptists have. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's keep uh, that straight. Yeah. All right. No, that's, but yeah, I, I appreciated that too yeah. because you don't want your main guy yeah. you know being bad yeah. in a disney movie not to say Although, that all say christians no. are good or anything i'm just no saying, no 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 no, nice. not at all no yeah also i mean well since you said that you know leading right into that maybe given the deformed gypsy baby to frollo to raise 
Not the best choice. Not the wisest choice. Yes. Yeah, not the wisest. Maybe should have sent him to a convent somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. That'll be covered in the prequel. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, all the whole like thought process behind yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. Available. That's why he's not a bishop. He just he <laughs> made that mess up. He could have been a bishop, but no, no. He, <laughs> that's right. I have no idea how Catholicism. Uh, uh, the hierarchy. The hierarchy works. Yeah. Uh, let's go with uh, Tiny. What's your classic maker for Hunchback? Okay, uh, I actually did pick a scene. I like the the whole Festival of Fools scene. Everything oh, so from yeah. everything from Quasimodo like getting there to mm-hmm. you know, the whole dispute between Esmeralda and Frollo in mm-hmm. front of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if there was one thing I liked best out of that whole thing, a mm-hmm. uh, guy on stilts kicks yeah. four guys in the crotch at the <laughs> same right. time. Yes. That's oh, my I classic maker. That. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. move. That's definitely in there. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, in that scene, too, you know, when they all, like, turned on Quasimodo, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I started mean, throwing all the fruit at him. And, yeah, you know, I had flashbacks I mean, in high school. That'll <laughs> bring a, yeah. That scene will bring a tear to a glass eye. I mean, oh, totally, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was, like, tugging at my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. But I had to keep it together because my boys were in the room. They can't <laughs> see that. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, that's that's a great one, Tiny. Let's end it with you, Paul. Uh, for me, the thing that's been sticking with me the most after watching it a few days ago is something that's already been brought up before, and that's the songs. Uh, mm-hmm. And there are several that are really good and really well done and and catchy, like in some. But I I I think they did a great job not only in the score but in the songs as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Oh, there's something else interesting I, I did want to mention. Okay. Helix Reviews. For his podcast, David Arrington reviews movies, music, comic books, video games, and all kinds of media from a Christian geek worldview. David aims to be entertaining, informative, and interesting, yet also get you thinking about the media you are consuming. Check out Helix Reviews at helixreviews.blogspot.com. So kind of like us, does he review Hunchback? I don't know, but Hunchback and Helix start with an H, so that's okay. that's the same. So that's what this has to do with everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, so, okay, folks, today's podcast has been brought to you <laughs> by, by the letter, letter H. H. <laughs> okay, maybe that was a trivial tie-in. Doing my best here. But uh, speaking of trivial, let's hear about uh, from us about our trivial question, which, again, was... If you had to go and study a man-made structure anywhere in the world for a few weeks, uh, which one would you want to go to? Let's start with Paul. Basically, I would want to go to St. Peter's. That's in... Uh, Is that a cathedral? Yeah, it's. I think it's in the Vatican. But basically, okay. it's... I've never been there. I would love to go there. I, I hear it's like, basically, it's like the biggest cathedral in the world. Oh, really? Okay. It's it's supposed to be where Peter's bones are buried and all that good stuff. But if it's that big... Buried and that, bones, so good. I think you guys were talking about dim bones recently on your That's podcast, right? right? Yeah. There's a whole industry out there. Yeah. yeah hopefully, yeah. hopefully the apostles have been uh, uh, not used in that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but... From what I've heard and seen, the the architecture in there looks amazing and grand. So, mm-hmm. to be able to study that would be, uh, I think, uh, uh, very cool. Awesome. Uh, how about you, Tiny? Uh, Man made structure. Um, maybe I would want to go uh, scuba diving and uh, study the Bimini Road. Find out if it really is man made or if it's just natural. Okay. I don't know what that scuba is. Diving, That's out of out. left field. But <laughs> nobody oh, was wait. expecting that. Answer. It's tropical. There's a beach. Uh, people okay. there think it's part of Atlantis. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh. was my next question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've never heard of that. Okay. Yeah, well, it's this. Uh, it's basically like a rock formation underwater, and it's. Um, it's basically disputed whether it's man-made or not. Some people say yay, yeah, some people say nay. Okay. There, there are columns and steps around, yeah, yeah that it definitely doesn't look naturally made, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then the idea comes like, who, who when, all this stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my main reason for wanting to go study it is just so I could hang out on the beach and go scoot <laughs> be like a vacation. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Selfish, but... But it works. That's but I respect fair. that. Fair. Nice. That's one of the reasons we get along. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay. How about you, John? 
Well, you know, I was racking my brain, um, and there's a lot of like classic, you know, buildings and structures all over the world. But sure, probably yeah. my favorite thing is Falling Water, which I don't know if you know is a house that no. was designed by Andrew Lloyd Wright, who oh, is a famous architect. I thought huh? you meant like water fountains. Or <laughs> well, it has like a waterfall that comes out underneath it. Oh, you cool. know? And it's oh, it's like a. I mean, it's so brilliantly and beautifully designed. Uh, mm-hmm that I would really love to just like hang out there for a while and, you know, fantasize how I'll never make enough money to own a house of that quality. <laughs> it looks very tranquil, like surrounded by the trees. Yeah, it's foliage. like in the middle of a forest. And yeah. It's got a brook. And a while back, you were having some erosion problems, you know, that they oh. didn't plan for, but they went in and shored it up and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. But but it, it's really amazing if you ever look at any pictures of it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. You know, I know that doesn't rank up there with St. Peter's Cathedral, but, uh, but or Basilica or whatever it's called. I don't know. But, I don't, there's too many St. Peter's around. Yeah, to, yeah. To He's Google the right one, but yeah. really important guy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no, really but important. A lot to, of imitators to the listeners. If you have Google or whatever search engine by you, take take a look at what we're talking about. They're really pretty cool. Oh, yeah. cool! And I I might try to post these in the. In the Discord, and also let us know what your answer to these trivial questions are. What man-made structure would you like to go to? Uh, let us know on Facebook or in our Discord. We'd love to hear from you guys about these. I know we uh, these trivial questions are usually for us, but if you want to answer them yourselves, uh, we'd love to get to know yeah. you better that way. Yeah. Uh, for lastly, I'll, I'll end it with saying I would really like to go see <laughs> uh, Hobbiton. In New Zealand. Oh yes, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh man, it looks. You're talking about tr- tranquil and peaceful. That looks amazing. I'd love to go there. No, uh, that looks like you could take a nap. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Get a little second breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like okay. It. So that's so that's that's some trivia about us. Now, uh, now before we get to our dislikes of Hunchback, let's find out from you what your memories of the Hunchback of Notre Dame are. Notre Dame, excuse me. Uh, Paul does a great job of uh, asking on Facebook and Instagram, "Hey, what do you remember about this these movies?" And here's what some of you had to say. Uh, Chris Cowan says, dang, this is my favorite Disney cartoon. My favorite part is where the hunchback learns an important lesson about staying in his own league. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's absolutely what happens. Yep. Uh, Krista Gunnell says, great movie. Uh, smiley emoji. Olivia DeVos says, creepy Frollo singing Hellfire Desire. Uh, joy emoji. Hellfire. Uh, I liked it overall, but the book is better. Smile emoji. Uh, Wardale White says, Demi Moore, Jason Alexander, Tony J, Kevin Klein, all four one handling the song. Uh, someday is pretty much all I remember about the movie, about this movie. Uh, Patrick Kramer says, Disney's stage a- adaptation is so much better. It restores Victor Hugo's actual ending and retains the story's darkness. Then uh, Nate Henderson says, Demi Moore preparing for her role in striptease by trying it out with an anime character first. <laughs> ah, childhood memories. <laughs> wow. Wow. And uh, Celeste Mora sort of transitions us into our uh, dislike section by saying, this one is so creepy. The little goat was cute, though. Okay. <laughs> Agreed. So uh, thank well, you. Like, how do you pierce a goat's ear, though? Like, you put it to sleep first. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. And Neil? teach him to smoke a pipe. That's oh, another thing yeah. I wondered about. Like, that's kind of wild. Oh, did you notice that one of the gargles like had the hots for that goat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And in this, in the direct to DVD sequel, I looked this up on Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Like, he falls in love with the goat, and they like get together at the end of the what? movie. What? Yeah. Oh so, no! Interesting. I have it. <laughs> I have never seen it. <laughs> my uh, two disc collection. Okay. Human, human to statue or <laughs> gargle, to gargle relations. Sounds like yes. something you guys would cover on your podcast. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, it sounds like something that would happen in Alabama <laughs> <laughs> or Florida every day. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, thank you, uh, Chris, Krista, Olivia, Wardale, Patrick, Nate, and Celeste for your feedback. Now, guys, let's get to some uh, sad things. Some yeah, the, one thing that's sad thing. is that uh, Jeff Goldblum was not in Road to El Dorado. <laughs> it was played by Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> How could so, you not? Even know though that the character Paul. looked Jeez. like, at least to me, a little <laughs> bit like uh, the. Anyway, so moving on. Let's go. Yeah, to our let's dislikes. let's talk about the things we didn't like about Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
I'll start us off. And you guys were talking about this just just now, the gargoyles. I felt like the the comedy of the gargoyles just did not land at all for me. I didn't like oh, really? like any of it. I, maybe I thought it was fun. Jason one, Alexander being I, funny. So honestly, guys, one of the things that turned me off the most about watching this movie was that one line about something, 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 and cut the cheese from the ad. Yeah. And I was not. I <laughs> pour, the pour, pour the wine. Pour the wine. Pour the wine. Yeah. 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 Which is very French. Not you know, a wine fan and cheese of. <laughs> of flatulence as a kid like i didn't like the word fart and i i growing up so just oui, I, just, oui. uh, I it, it just just grated on me and that was in yeah. the ad every time so i'm like yeah i don't want to see this movie he didn't say fart he said cheese I, do you not, said do you cut not like the it cheese, on your burgers which is a euphemism for <laughs> farting are we so really talking want, about this you want right the now? whole wheel the, the, or the whole block don't cut it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Going on one side. Yeah. So, so I just didn't, did not like Care for the Gargoyles comedy. As characters, they're okay, but I didn't care for their comedy. Oh, so here's a quick question. Was was uh, Quasi imagining their dialogue, you know, and moving them around to different parts, or did they actually come alive and go back? Well, it's, you know, you it's funny think? you say that, because that's actually one of my tragic, or one of not my tragic maker, but one of my dislikes about the oh, movie as oh, well, really? okay. was I put that down in my notes, like the gargoyles, I'm kind of with you, I mean... I think they provided much needed comic relief, but I couldn't ever figure out if they were real. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. there is that one scene where Frollo's like the stone talk, right. you know, you crazy yeah. freak. Mm-hmm. And, they and he's froze. like, no, no. no. Yeah. Right. And they froze when he, you know, when Frollo uh, came up. So, right. Yeah. You know, the, the, the only dispute that you could make a case that they are real is that they do help make this like wagon thing at the that's end. That's true. Yeah. To, and they like, threw it off. Yeah. And threw it off. So yeah. that's. You could, I guess, you could say Quasimodo. I was, I'm not sure where Quasimodo was then. I don't, again, this is my first time watching it, but it's. I would imagine he wasn't able to make that. Also, with or what did he, was he doing. ahead of time set it up and like have a timer <laughs> and like MacGyver it all? I mean, as well, also- possible. I was gonna say, there's also that one scene where that one gargle he like eats the rocks and then yeah. flies it's, up and he's like shooting, shooting them like a machine yes. gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but in, yeah. but but I was like, but is that is that just Quasimodo throwing rocks, pretending? Right, or yeah, imagining. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't either. See, I found it fun, but you didn't like it. No, I did not like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put that right through with talking animals. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Remember, send your hate mail to pauljpowers.com. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, John. What's something you don't like? Okay, my one of my things I really didn't like about this movie is that no one had a French accent. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, you know? I didn't think about like, that, but yeah. Like, hey, we're in we're in France here, so yeah. shouldn't there at least be some yeah. characters with a French accent? Or at accent? least English accents. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just to I fool us all. Because yeah. we're dumb Americans and we would think an English accent was, you know, a French accent. Or at least yeah. peas marching along the walls. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Was VeggieTales out by, I guess VeggieTales was. Oh, do you had to ask. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That is a good question. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. They seem kind of contemporary with this, yeah. but <clears throat> I, feel like... I don't know. But, Paul, while you're looking that up, give us one of your dislikes. Okay, at the same time, um, one of my dislikes was actually, uh, okay, this is going to be, this is really small, but if Quasimodo is that deformed in the face, you'd think that his voice would be slurred a little bit, like give him uh-huh. sort, some sort no, of I got you. impediment yeah, or yeah. something yeah. like no, that. No, I'm with you on that. Now, I know it's it's done in the movies, like they're like, sanctuary uh-huh. and all that stuff. <laughs> That's right. So when he's like singing, his voice was clear like a bell, and it was amazing, <laughs> yeah. which I appreciate, but there's a time and a place, and I would have liked to see uh, something different. I mean, Disney's very imaginative. I think here they had a chance to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, give them a, like a little, I don't know, like a stutter or something to mm-hmm. make them stand mm-hmm. out a little bit, but to match his deformity of his uh, character design. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't really think about that aspect of it, Paul, but I, I think that would have made him... I mean, he was he was a fun character to yeah. begin with. Do you recall who... Um, no, I, but I do recall that uh, VeggieTales, Josh and the Big Wall, came out in 1999, a couple uh, years later. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. 
They were probably uh, in someone's imagination. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in Phil Vischer's yeah, yeah. imagination. Exactly. I I do want to say that I thought it was cool that Andrew Hulis Hulis, the guy who voiced Quasimodo. I didn't oh, realize yeah. he Amadeus. was Amadeus from yes. or yeah. Mozart from Amadeus. <laughs> Exactly, yes, exactly. <laughs> but someone else was going to voice Quasimodo and then really? backed out. And I, I, you know what, for the live me, I can't remember who it was. But was it Lou Ferrigno? That would see that would have been good, but maybe a little too. (laughs) Wow, guys! Just an idea. Yeah. Uh, Hey, don't knock until you try it. Okay, I I, I would give him a shot if he came in for the reading. Let's go back to you, uh, Tiny. What's something else you don't like? Uh, Let's see something else. Um, I tell you what, you know, is is evil and bad as Frollo was. I thought he was maybe a little bit too dark for a kids movie. Okay. Okay. You know, who so, says this is a kids movie? I mean, well, she doesn't mean kids. It's not really kids. Hey, my, hey. my wife would argue that this is not a not a kids movie. Okay, yeah. So maybe you may be onto something, but <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, hey, he was a pretty wicked dude. You know? He was yeah. a bad dude. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? Just as a as a villain, I mean, he he definitely sticks out for that. Yeah. But you know, for having like small kids, I, know. I was like, just, like rolling no, up no, to no, the no, theater no, no. with your kids. I'm gonna watch this happy Disney movie, and yeah. you got this dude. Yeah. Yeah, my eight year old, he was like, Dad, are those people dead? And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yes, no. son. Yeah, yeah they're he they're straight really up dead. Killed his mom. She's yeah. dead. Yeah, he's <laughs> he killed another human. Yeah. That's how it works. A whole family. Apparently, <laughs> apparently this this film was close to getting PG. And one of the things that they had to pull back on to make it a G was to make the flames of Esmeralda when during the Hellfire song look more like more defined clothing, so that she didn't look uh, like she was uh, naked fire. Okay. Which is weird because in Fantasia, the movie, the flames are are defined with no clothing, uh-huh. and yes. and that's rated G. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Although you Times could have say, changed. I was I was watching this is very much a tangent. I was watching uh, a fun, uh, interesting channel. It's called Story Dive, Story Drive, Story Dive. One of those on YouTube. Look for both, and look for this video where it's uh, they talk about the that villain of. Um, in what's the end of Fantasia? Night on Bald Mountain. Yes. That that demon of the the, the he goes into where the the origins of that, and it was very fascinating. Um, to, uh, just looking into that character. So if yes, you brought Fantasia, I thought I'd mention that. <laughs> I thought, oh oh, we we're talking about evil Disney characters. So I wonder, I'd be curious between those two. Who you think would be more evil, like this this very spiritual demonic evil, or Frollo, a human whose Chernabog is definitely more evil than Frollo because okay. he's <laughs> you know commanding the demons and exactly. Stuff. Okay, yeah. glad yeah. we're on the same page, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I think Frollo prays to Chernabog or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, yeah. Well, I don't think so. I, I I tend to think he doesn't pray anymore at all. I, he just gives lip <laughs> yeah. service to praying. He's yeah, a, yeah. He, I, I felt like he should have been named like Frollo Caiaphas or something like that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Paul, what was something else you didn't like? Well, one, <laughs> sorry, somebody's like, I won't mention who, is one of my dislikes. But basically, um, whenever ooh. they defied the laws of physics just to be funny, for example, a guy on stilts kicking four people <laughs> between the legs at the same time but uh, honestly like when a banner flings a guy a mile into the sky or like um a guy like uh he i can't even read my writing here uh oh and then phoebus catching uh quasi's fall like oh, quasi's yeah, like yeah. a big guy <laughs> and yeah. just reach out and just grab him it's like Th- those t- took me completely out of the movie, and I like oh, to be okay. engaged That's and fair. like you know. And so <clears throat> I didn't like that. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice any of those, but I, I maybe it's, again because this is my first time watching. Yeah, uh, something I did notice though, which is actually kind of kind of in line with that, Paul, is it, it seemed okay. So Esmeralda has sanctuary in the in the cathedral in Notre Dame, and then she escapes. How is it that the guards know that she's gone? They went through and it doesn't seem like they went through and searched anything. They just know that she's gone. 
Yeah. And that yeah. seemed very odd. Oh, I, I didn't catch that. That's a good catch. I thought maybe they saw her outside, no? No, no. She she escaped by the time they were coming to where her and Quasi uh Quasimodo were right before yeah. she Yeah, so I it seemed very, very strange. Uh I mean yeah, I noticed that too. Like they didn't even go in and look around. Yeah, They're just like, exactly. hey, she's gone. Yeah, boss. we just, we just you know? know, yeah. Yeah. We got, we got yeah. feeling Maybe about they felt it. her like gypsy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Spirit yeah. out in the streets or something. Maybe oh. Frollo saw it in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <Maybe> so. <laughs> Maybe or they so. looked in, saw the plot hole. That's how. <laughs> oh, <we're Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, John, let's get one more just like from you, and then we'll get to our tragic makers. Well, I I really didn't like that uh, Demi Moore was the voice of Esmeralda. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it should have been somebody like Gloria Stefan. I mean, yeah. let's get the Miami sound machine in here. <laughs> let's get going. Rhythm's gonna you know, get at least somebody with like an accent. But like Betty White. Who? Betty White. That's right. Yeah, you don't think uh, Gloria Stefan would have been good? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Paula yeah. Abdul? Paula Paul Abdul, even better. Yeah. Uh, one of my all-time crushes. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Oh, I don't, let's not go too <laughs> So I get carried away well, with it. I, I'm just naming. Unfortunately, they couldn't <laughs> hire anybody with a, a French accent because if you have one person in there, you'll be like, wait, why is it anybody right. else French? <laughs> That's very That's true. Point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I liked her. I thought she did a fine job, uh, but that's fair that you don't like her. Uh, you know what we should have did? We should have gotten the French version of the movie. Oh, that would have been subtitles. Yes. That would have fixed it. You oh, know, the yeah. only time I've ever watched <laughs> oh, the original wow. Batman was in French class. Really? really? That's oh, the man. only time. And the only part I understood out of the whole movie is when he was like, uh, Qu'est-ce que tu vas? He's just like, who are you? And the guy goes, just sweet Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you know, That's the only time I've ever seen that movie. Interesting. I took, wow. I took French class in college. And it was I one get of the it. Only French, French class. Unfortunately, it was one of the few I did not pass. Yeah, uh, French is, it was hard. Yeah. Which, but, what better language to learn in rural Northwest Alabama than <laughs> French? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you're getting close to the Mississippi and the that's Creole true. there. Yeah, you so, get down to Louisiana. True. I can still, I can, I understand a lot of Cajun talk. So oh, I don't. I, yeah. Even after four years living oh, there, yeah. I still don't. But <laughs> I love the accent. It sounds great. Yeah. I, in fact, I know how to uh, count in French. Uh, one, ha ha. Two, ha ha. <laughs> as tragic as that is, let's talk about our tragic makers for Hunchback of Notre Dame. And let's start with Tiny. Uh, again, we've kind of talked about this already, but just the overall tone of the film, I thought it was maybe a little dark. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just my personal opinion. Uh, I That's what we are sharing here, personal opinions. Well, yes, but <laughs> yeah. I, I would have liked it if they could have livened it or lightened it up just a, just a touch. Okay. I you know. enjoyed it because it was dark, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Here's your mom. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to go with my treasure maker next, and it's the kind of, I feel like... <laughs> It flies in the face of yours, Tiny. <laughs> because so one of the things that I thought they tried to do to lighten this movie up was the "A Guy Like You" song, where they're I think they're a trying to bolster like you. Quasimodo's uh, self-esteem about Esmeralda yeah. Wyam. I felt like it's just so out of left field and just so like hokey and jolly. I felt it. So you're like the tune and everything, right? You're talking like, hey, this is way too upbeat for such a, a dark and serious movie. Is yeah. And why? Uh, okay. Yes. And also, I felt like just them trying to bolster Quasimodo, I felt like that was a bit like uh, not disingenuous, but I almost like, I don't know. He's it, deformed. He's not he, stupid. He's looked yeah. in a mirror before. Yeah. He knew he was ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know why they're trying to say that. I don't know. I, I it just it didn't work for me. It was like they're trying to say that she could see past that maybe, which I yep. guess some p- women could. Yep. But Esmeralda yeah, does not. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, she kisses yeah. him, so she's not totally grow tat- grossed out by him. Yeah. I, I th- you know what? Maybe- like a he kissed kiss, Esmeralda though. like 
she or she kissed him like a grandma. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah, that <laughs> well, one. Yeah, like that's kiss, what I, kiss. I. I think I think it's yeah. The main, mainly the tone of that song was too light for this 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 movie. So that's my tragic maker. Let's go with uh, John next. Okay. Well, along those same lines, it was Phoebus just like. Basically, my Phoebus alone, John. You know, like he he basically he just just blocked him. You know, (laughs) and like I said, I mean that. Like one of your commenters said, you know, like it's a good lesson. Like we all need to know our, you know, where we're at on the stay in our lane. Yeah, stay in our lane. And that's just like a general like life, you know, lesson that everyone needs to learn from a young age on up. So. Now, is that Phoebus's fault that he's so good looking? No, no, it's not. Like, you can't help it. If you're good looking, you can't help it. And you can't right. help it that ladies get on you. It's been my problem I've had my whole life. <laughs> but, you know, for others, wow. you know, I, I've never yeah. thought about the implications for all of the more unfortunate people in the world. I'm glad you're opening up your heart and your eyes to see yeah. that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I say that all in jest too, because the people listening to your podcast definitely don't know that you know I I I, I don't consider myself to be some sort of sex. And, and I would like to say that uh, I went way outside. Here comes the my defense, lane. guys. Here <laughs> comes the defense. When I got married, I went way outside my lane. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, chumps like Quasimodo can stay in their <laughs> yeah, lane he can if they still want do. to. <laughs> But well, that's why I feel I like he gave up a little bit too. You know, like yeah, he just yeah, settled in. You know, yeah, yeah. like first of all, if you're yeah, ugly, you're going to have to be funny. You know, yeah. yeah that's so true. he's he's got to work on his repertoire there. Give also, Jason Alexander. This being a dark movie, maybe he should have just killed Phoebus. There you oh, go. Because, wow. You know, wow. Right. Like that's once he like catches him when he's falling down and like pulls yeah. him in, and then whoops! Oh, now you've fallen <laughs> down into the molten lava stuff down at the bottom or whatever. Esmeralda, you need a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> I'm so. Sorry, <laughs> let me comfort you. Right, this now. sure took a dark turn. <laughs> oh, come on, Francisco, it's all part of the re- re- retro re- rewrite. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. Well, Paul, why don't you uh, close us out with your tragic maker? <laughs> what I think is tragic most about this film is when people say it's too dark for a Disney film. Mm. But no, seriously, <laughs> that's not my tragic maker because that's not the film's fault. Um, but what I didn't like most about this film is actually kind of right next. It's kind of like the brother of what you said, Francisco. Oh. It's that song. It's not the tune. It's not the tone. It's the message that, yeah. that says, <laughs> hey, you can do it. She can do it. Like, she's coming after you. You don't know. And it's this, this big setup with yeah. this big letdown. Yes. It's so right. frustrating. Thank you. Just you. build yes. your boy up to get destroyed. You yeah. Know? yeah. I think that's, I guess, like, that ain't yeah. what bros do. No. I'll be your wingman. Let me set you up. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's just rough. Yeah. I wonder if that's further evidence that uh, those gargoyles aren't real. That's just, <laughs> oh, that's in Quasimodo's head. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh. Or they're just write, trying like, to get. a fan fiction about that or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or they're just trying to get close to the goat. So it's yeah. like, yeah, maybe so. Oh, because that's her goat. You yeah, maybe yeah. onto something. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's right. Well, all those tragic makers and classic makers aside, I think uh, we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate The Hunchback of Notre Dame, a classic we'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before, a nostalgic, it's worth a rewatch if you've enjoyed it as a kid, but may not be worth a first-time watch, or a tragic, we'd recommend no one watch this, even, even if you enjoyed it as a kid, leave those fond memories intact because you will sully them with a rewatch. So let's start with our guests. Uh, let's start with John this time. What is your final rating for Hunchback of Notre Dame? My final rating was uh, it's a classic. I would classic. recommend it to anybody. I've, I like to sure? say I really enjoyed it much more than I anticipated. You sure? Uh, you sure a classic? I'm, hey, yes. man, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. confident. In okay. That. Okay. All right. He's All checked right. it twice. Yes. Yeah. I'm, that's right. In the spirit of Santa. All right. All right. Fair, fair. Yeah. How about you, Tiny? 
Uh, I stuck with my prediction, nostalgia. Nostalgia. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a good movie. <laughs> and people out there, if you have fond move, memories of this movie, then you, know, I'm you sure have mental problems. <laughs> but uh, if you have small children, I would say maybe let them get a little bit older before you yeah. dive into the, all the. It's never too <laughs> early to introduce your children to, <laughs> to racism and racism. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wow! Just let them shock them into the world. Like this is what this is what life's about. See, kids. mutants don't have superpowers. That's they, right. yeah. they don't get the pretty girl. No. You know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <sighs> Paul, how about you? I would rate this a classic. Really? I would also recommend it to everybody. But I, Are you I sure? agree with the kid. No, not everybody. I would say at least twelve years old or older okay. to handle the darker themes that mm. I really appreciate. That I wish more movies would address. Okay. Right. All right. Well, this being a Disney movie, and don't let that hold. Don't put that against you. <laughs> I mean, you got. What if it wasn't a Disney? Movie? For those rewinders that have been listening, you know, I have a track record for Disney movies. You like some of them. That's true, and this would be among those because, man, oh man, oh, wow. was this a classic movie for me? I was, I was not like like you, John. I was not expecting to like this movie as much yeah. as I did. It really floored me how much I enjoyed it. I think if I had seen it as a kid, I would not have appreciated it at all. I think right. I definitely this was the much better time as an adult to see this movie. Like you said, Paul, I think 12 or older. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty spot on. Uh, I it's, yeah, I was, I was very impressed by this movie. I, I, I don't necessarily know if a rewatch would hold up as well. I, I would like to think that it would, um, again, first time seeing this, but I, it really, I, I was really taken aback for, for a movie. I was expecting not to like at all. Except for that one stupid cut the cheese line. Uh, <laughs> and that song. And that song, yes. But overall, I I, was, I think I think having deaths, having stakes, I think really ha- having a, a real villain, I think really um, made this movie all the more impactful and and also how beautiful it was. So, uh, yeah, classic. Yeah. So according to the Retro Rewind podcast, uh, with three classics and one nostalgic, this is Ooh. a disputed classic yeah. movie <laughs> that's good keeping it real we'd recommend cool. uh you, you watch this for the first time or rewatch it if you enjoyed it uh as a kid uh, all right now it's time to get back to our own time good old 20xx alice Concepts online receiving incoming transmission Okay, oh, feels good to be back. <laughs> does does uh, now we have some uh, general feedback, and this these uh, these these next two bits of feedback came from uh, actually when we stream on Twitch uh, Mondays and Friday nights generally, and uh, currently playing through Super Nintendo games. If that sounds interesting to you, come watch at Twitch.tv/RetroRewindPod. Anyway, uh, during the streams, uh, we had a couple of bits of feedback. First from Lopan the Man, he says. I will say the community, uh, talking about the Retro Rewind podcast community, is one of the big reasons I followed and support Retro Rewind podcast. Francisco, Paul, Dallas, who was on the that episode, that stream, uh, and all the group here are so inviting and friendly that you can feel a part of the community right off the bat. That's pretty, that's pretty rare in this day and age, especially on Twitch. So thank you so much, Lopan the Man. That's and. Nice. Yeah, totally. And uh, Dale71129 said something uh, akin to that. He says, uh, you guys, The Bible Project, Michael Jr., I Am Second, and some other videos are great. But to find you among all that, to find new friends, fellow Christians that are geeks too, are a blessing to me. So thank you so much, Dale and Lopan the Man. Those those are really, really, I mean, as good as Hunchback of Notre Dame was, that feedback was even better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I would give it a class. I would rate it classic. Yeah, I'd yes, rate yes, that yes. review. Classic that, that feedback. Classic. classic feedback. I exactly. thought you would rate it nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was thinking like geek Christian. You know, that's yeah. a good name for like a, a ministry or something. You well, know, we are. I think it is. We are yeah. part oh, yeah. of the Christian Geek Central Network. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I was unaware because <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm an alpha beta. <laughs> I'm an alpha beta. Sorry. John's guys. more of a jock. Uh, yeah. okay. I don't know if you can tell. 
I'm an, well, you know, like Revenge of the Nerds, I'm an alpha beta. And, okay. yeah. All right. and that's cool. And, and we'll, the rest of us will hide in our, hide in our hobbit holes. <laughs> that's right. Y'all bring your Omega Moos over, and I'll be partying with uh, whatever oh, the other sorority was. So I, yeah. I've never seen I'm Revenge more of a Uzma Kappa so. guy myself. <laughs> wow. Anyway... We will derail any podcast. Appreciate that's, that. That's Appreciate kind that. of our even, MO. Even better. Yeah. Back on the rails. Oh, my vote. ADD was going great. Vote on the movies we cover at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote. Buy our t-shirts at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store. Get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support. And contact us at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact. How else can people reach us, Paul, and you specifically? You can talk to us on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on the big three, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also catch us record these very podcasts as well. Most as, of the time. Yeah. <laughs> as well as live streams, uh, video games, pixel art, illustration. If you follow us at twitch.tv slash Retro Rewind Pod, if we're not currently streaming now, you can watch some of our older videos. Indeed. Uh, but if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my uh, links to contact me. Or you can listen to the next episode when we cover the movie Dick Tracy. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Everywhere <laughs> I turn. Exactly. <laughs> and as Paul mentioned, we are on Twitch. And subscri- subscribing to our channel supports us for anywhere between $2 and $5 a month. You can even subscribe for free with an Amazon Prime membership. Just go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime, which takes you to a YouTube video uh, that t- shows you how. And a big thank you to all our current subscribers who uh, we lovingly call our Twitch circuits. So thank you for subscribing to us on Twitch. And thank you so much paul it's always a pleasure doing the show with you I'm so glad to get to do this with my best friend and uh yeah so thanks for being here oh we oui, we oui, oh, thank you okay. never mind never mind about the appreciation <laughs> merci <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what i guess if i can do a scottish arnold schwarzenegger impression you can do your french p impersonation wow thanks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, I'm also super, super grateful to have Tiny and John come and join us for the first time on this show. It's really fun having you guys. Uh, can you please tell us where people can find you online? And is there anything like an Earth Oddity podcast that you'd like to promote? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do a weekly podcast called the Earth Oddity Podcast where we talk about odd news Anything that's weird. Yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, and we we do our best to keep it family-friendly. Absolutely. um, My mom listens, so (laughs) you can't get in trouble. So just, you know, if if you like odd news and, you know. Yeah, strange stories uh, with a little bit of humor mixed in and a lot of Southern drawl and very (laughs) poor reading. We're the podcast for you. Yeah. And plenty of Cajun Curl. Don't forget that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Cajun, yes, Cajun Curl. Curl. You can buy it at CajunCurl.com. Use the promo code EOP10. <laughs> we ask everybody to use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. All that's right. right. That's right. Can We're good we, at uh, rhyming. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of our strong suits. <laughs> and you, for those people listening... Um, all right, go ahead, Francis. No, no, go ahead. Paul. All right, for those people... All right, for those people listening, I, I really recommend checking them out. It's like... Listening, it's it's kind of like what you guys said. You had one reviewer said it's it's kind of like hanging out at the Waffle House at three a.m. having those conversations. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, that yeah. is that was really spot on. But yeah, there was there was a, just for example in one of your recent episodes, you apologized for being a little, uh, I, I should say, like controversial in one of your uh, previous episodes. And I yeah. listened to the previous episode. And I couldn't figure out if you were apologizing for now. I know you guys are very, you guys are very pro freedom. So right. I didn't know if you were apologizing for be, you were pro freedom. Yet you don't want people to have the freedom to put pineapple on their pizza. Yeah, what's that about? Or you were talking about uh, racism and how like you're against racism and Absolutely. your family yeah. is. Except John has one member of the. Oh, no, he's dead. He's dead. I was going to say, you used to have a member of the family. Yeah. If you want to find out more about that, listen to their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you were really, you, you, did, you said you didn't like people who were racist. So you're not, you don't like people who don't like people. And I found that a little <laughs> hypocr- 
Anyway, look, you yeah. can't read it too much into this. You yeah. get into like a circle yeah, yeah, yeah. loop. So, and get anyways, lost. It, it, it's fun. Check it out. You guys got to check it out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we're actually going to be on an upcoming episode of Earth Odyssey. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you want to hear some of uh, me and Paul a little bit more, definitely check them out. Go subscribe. Uh, if there is a subscribe button, to smash, go smash that. So thank you again so much, Tiny and John. Hopefully you can come back again sometime. To oh, we would absolutely. love it, especially yeah. if you ever get to talk about Willow. I want to talk about Willow. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. We had, you know, a friend of mine's dad was real short. And we called him Peck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like if I saw him today, I would probably call him Peck. We're calling that to his face. You know. I like, hope. I hope. Some, I was a disrespectful teenager. I hope. Uh, <laughs> Your baby is stolen from you while you take a pee-pee, John. Oh, no. We <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> Okay. It comes for a circle with pee jokes. I like yes. it. I like it. Well, But, no, really, thank you all for having us. Yes, we thank appreciate you so much. It. It's been a blast. Yes, yeah. you're a oh, gracious okay. host. Oh, thank you so much. And yes. now, as, as much as that means to me, and as much as, it was, as much fun as it was to have you guys on, I appreciate mostly our listeners. Yes, you listening right this very second and this second. And this second as well. Oh, and also this second. I really appreciate you, no matter what you're doing, wherever you are, whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're one of our rad rewinders. Thank you for taking time to uh, download us, listen, and we pray that you're more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at either of those, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all there on the next... Ah, you said later! On the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete Proceed to Nap Point Omega And return to base Fire <laughs> Desire <laughs> <laughs>as an affirmative XO. Does Chief Berg have a lock on my temporal signature so that you can make sure I land on target and log all the data? Roger, roger. TR2. I have a go from engineering. How's your time tree looking thingy? time tree is registering at 10 and 4. QJD is spun up. And all other systems are 5 by 5. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but you're good to go. Prepare to jump. Why are we always preparing? Can I just go? Okay, Spaceball, just go. Affirmative RR pod, quantum jump in five, four, three, two. Wait, 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 wait. What's the matter, XO? My finger was touching that button. Well, we have an incoming transmission from an LJ Lowry. He was he'll be here soon for his patron pick episode of Dick Tracy. Hey, uh, time captain, did you forget to check your calendar? Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, time's, uh, sometimes it's hard thinking fourth dimensionally, but as much as I would love to see if the quantum jump drive works now, you know, the patrons come first. Ready the docking bay, I'm coming back aboard.